Paul, I want to thank you for taking this time this morning to come here and do this. It's been planned for, what, six years now? <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Good to finally be here. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Let's start off with, where were you born? I was born in New Jersey. New Jersey? Yes, proud New Jerseyan. Wow, okay, so let me ask you this. So in New Jersey, where in New Jersey? South Jersey, uh, South over Jersey. the bridge from Philadelphia, so it's more of a Philadelphia suburb. Okay. Yeah, so right. I'm a big Philadelphia sports fan. That's kind of the, the, the center of the universe in South Jersey. All right. But see, you know, you have an older sister, you said? Older sister, four years older. Four years older than you, right? Uh, yeah, she's still in, in Jersey. And your mom and dad stayed together the whole stayed time? Stayed together, yep. Right. Yep. They so, were both from the Philadelphia area and uh, moved to South Jersey. Did they know each other for a long time before they got married? Or? Um, not too long, I don't think, no. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, so you grew up, the, what was it like growing up in Jersey? Um, you know, looking back at it, back, back then, I, all I wanted to do was get out. You know, but well, uh, why, why, why? What I, mean, I don't know. About? I don't know. I think it's um, it's it's kind of a built-in to New Jerseyans. I think, you know, Bruce Springsteen writes a lot about it, right? <laughs> Get, getting out of Jersey, and you know, a lot of Jerseyans have, have gotten out. You know, and, was it a small small area you grew well, up in? It's I mean, hard to it's hard to say. I mean, New Jersey is one of the most compacted uh, population-wise states in America. There's mm -hmm, seven mm -hmm. and a half million people in that small state. So, you know, you, you, you dream about getting out, you dream what's on the other side. You're, you're, you know, in the South Jersey, you're in the midst of Philadelphia, then New York, up north. But looking back at it, I, I appreciate it more now than I ever did. And, and a lot of New Jerseyans will say that. Even Bruce went back. Right, right. He went to LA, went back to Jersey, he was back in Jersey. But, um, you know, it was a great place to grow up. Um, very convenient, again, like I said, Philadelphia right there, Atlantic City, the beaches, 35, 45 minutes, New York, an hour and a half north, the mountains. Uh, in the Poconos, you go Baltimore. Did you see. travel a lot as a kid? Just within that that, that area, the north. So you never yeah. really left outside of Jersey. Yeah, the, I mean, the, my biggest memory of travel was uh, to Disney World, probably when I was five. And that had a major impact on me. Still does. Ooh, but uh, just really? getting on a plane and, and okay. the hospitality impact of, of Disney, right. uh, still remember that. But mostly, we didn't travel much. We never traveled overseas. I was the one that kind of broke that mold. Uh, Would your mom and dad do? Would your father do? He was a pharmacist. Okay. Yeah. And your mother? Worked for the school district. Yeah. Okay. So you grew up. So what was it like growing up with a pharmacist as a father in a yeah, um, in the school district? You know, not not a big uh, impact on 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 their careers really. I would say. Um, you know, Jersey again. Looking back at it, it was it was a good childhood um, in the uh, late seventies, early eighties. You know what you see in these TV shows and these movies. It, it's a lot. I mean, always on our bikes. You know, the in the suburbs. You know playing sports and fighting, and uh, it was very much like you see in those movies in the early 80s. So what were the sports you were involved in? I was involved with a lot when I was a, okay. when I, I grew up in all the, you know, peewee little sports, um, you know, baseball, soccer, basketball. Your dad was really active with you? He was not. He's not, zero athletics, no, never. Wait, wait, wait. so how'd you get him, never, never, just never on played, your own? He, he never played sports, wasn't into sports. Yeah, I, again, because we're in the suburb and because New Jersey's populated, there's a lot of opportunities. 
And that's why I say looking back, I like it. Jersey had a lot, has a lot of opportunities. Okay. Everything's there. So how'd you get involved with so these sports? So probably just, again, uh, just the, the, the group I ran with, the, the kids. We all, it, you know, you talk about kids today are busy. I mean, we were always like that. It was something for every season. But you had somebody, like somebody's father had to start to initiate yeah, or something. Yeah, you're probably like that. right. You're probably right. But I think it was just, you know, your buddies uh, in elementary school and Maybe uh, it was just because everyone just dropped their kids and into uh, t-ball and you know peewee soccer. But I really liked it. My friends really liked it. Uh, we played all the sports, um, and still sports is a big um, you know one of the things that makes me the most happy. And so like what? what? What sports did you did you gravitate so to? More I did. More? I did. Like you know. So once I got to about thirteen, fourteen, I realized I was I liked all the sports, but I really wasn't great at anything. I was just okay. I enjoyed it, but I, I was like, so we were getting into high school, and, and then my friends that were good at those sports I mentioned were ready to compete. Right. Um, they were, you know, they, they, had, they had elevated that level, but I didn't. And then I started just playing tennis in the summer near my house, and then um, realized I was better than my friends. Because so, they didn't play tennis. Yeah, I mean, they were athletic, so most, they let, they most athletic people tennis. can play tennis, but, but I, I, had, I think I had some instincts that I, I could win, um, right, and right. this was without any training or anything like that. So I said, let me stick to this. So uh, some of the other friends that were into it at that time, we started playing a lot, just like fanatically. It was like a summer. That's all you did. Six, seven hours a day. We could walk to the courts. It was free. And then uh, we said, you know, we want to get better. It was before high school. So we went and uh, convinced our parents to let us get lessons. So we went for like group lessons, like three or four of us, and then kind of developed our skills. And uh, from high school, I made the, the, the varsity team. Freshman year, okay, and uh, so that was a big deal. And then um, you made the varsity team your freshman year. My freshman year, yeah. So you came in ready to kick. Yeah, I, I just started playing two years before that, or a year and a half before that. Yeah, so that, then I dropped all other sports. You were just, just done. With the rest of you yeah, said this, this is, is not be worth it. it. It's not worth it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, so for high school I wanted to compete like they were competing in basketball. Mm -hmm, and I just mm -hmm. I wasn't that good at those sports. So, right. um, yeah. So I was able to play uh, four years in high school. I was able to play for my college, not Division One, just okay. Division Three. No, mm -hmm. you know, nothing. what college was this? Widener University outside Widener of Philly. Was, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and then you know, still today I played um, a couple days ago, and uh, tennis is, is still right? a sport. So, know, so sport you go to the, the MC courts. I played at the embassy courts, yes, right, right, yeah, with right. some with some folks right. there, uh, wherever right. we can get courts in Tokyo, but not not as much as I'd like to. You know, right, it's right. with my job, it's probably one of the few things that I mm -hmm. that I do to keep me active, but it's what I still enjoy. Right. I didn't introduce you properly, but I figured that'd come up eventually. Sure. The fact that you happen to be the general or the person in charge of the <laughs> Sano Hotel, yes. which is a military hotel run by the Navy, Correct. I believe. Correct. And 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 does is am I correct or not when I say that that is property that we basically, is it considered U.S. territory as long as we have our, as we're renting it or whatever we're Correct. doing? Correct. Yep. Yep. So I'm the, the general manager of the Sano. Um, yeah. It's it's a unique property. We can, It's considered um, a U.S. address. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, you know, to, to look at it simply, you know, right. my address is actually, my mailing address is a U.S. address in right. the, the middle of Minotoku. Right. Um, but yes, it's a, a DOD property uh, run by the Navy. It's considered mm -hmm. a joint service facility. We mm -hmm. serve all the services, mm -hmm. DOD and uh, DOS that are here in Japan mm -hmm. and uh, those that come from overseas. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's um, Navy run. Right. Uh, and uh, we it's... 
you know, within the demographics of Asia, this it's a it's a large uh, population of uh, servicemen, women, families, uh, right. diplomats. Right. How do people? How do people? How do Amer only Americans can get access to it? Yeah, so you need an ID card to get in. Okay, uh, you know, so a DOD or DOS ID card to get in, but you can sponsor guests. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's a special place. It's been the new Sano for it'll 19, be 1983. 83 is so, when they yeah, moved here, right? right. From the Sano in Akasaka. Yeah, so in 2023 will be our 40th anniversary. When did, I saw I saw the um, montage of how it started. Oh, the when they had the yeah. pictures you put up. When did it start? What year did it start? The original Sano? The original Sano. Uh, 36 or 38. Okay, and that was in Akasaka. Yeah, that was, that was a Japanese hotel. Fully okay. Japanese hotel, the and we took it hotel, over. Oh. Uh, post-war, um, you know, General MacArthur, and mm -hmm. uh, it was offices and uh, officers' quarters. Wait, wait, wait! It was before the war. Before the war, it was a Japanese hotel. And it, it was called the Sano. It was the Sano Hotel, and it was one of the three uh, most popular in, international type hotels with the Imperial and and one more uh, in the in the area. It was the only one that had like an indoor pool and mm -hmm. uh, you know had it was was international and uh, but because of its proximity to the Japanese government the diet it mm -hmm. was used by uh, the Japanese government a lot and mm -hmm. the Japanese military mm -hmm. it's also the site of um, a coup d'état attempt uh, Nini Roku Jiken right, right, yes. was and they used the Sano as their encampment put the flag on the roof and um, there was some assassinations and government officials. So it inside that yeah, building, inside the old Sano. Wait, let me ask: the old Sano was that ever rebuilt, or was that the one that I went that to? Was that, was the, that, that was the that was the original it. building. That was it the never original. was changed. Never was changed. And then um, wow. yeah, so post-war because again the proximity mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. uh, because it was pretty much became a, a Japanese government and military hotel. Um, General MacArthur and the mm -hmm. uh, yes, and uh, so uh, it was till. The late 70s, they, it started getting quite old, and mm -hmm. um, uh, they moved the. They sold that property. They, they, they sold that property, I believe. Yes. So and then it, it moved it to the current property in right. Namiyazabu. Um, right. So the, the the arrangement was proximity to um, you know uh, international Embassies. community, right, the rail. Uh, transports. We got the highway right. exit right there. Right. You know, so it's a great location. It was, it, you didn't lose anything that you didn't have in Akasaka. So if you ask the there. people that were there, they <laughs> say they say it's the charm. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> so um, you know, really didn't. Right. They built almost the exact uh, square foot. They they built it with the same amount of parking spots. It was basically <laughs> almost cut and pasted. Um, you know, and and you know, supposedly it had a lot of charm. I never got to visit it. I, I was just, there. I, I, I was there quite often. And uh, it was supposedly any place to be in the middle of Tokyo, right next to the old Hilton, right? Right. Um, and, you know, but the, the joke is also we've been the new Sano now for almost 40 years. So that's right. How long, that's do, we, how right. long, do, we keep, how long do we keep that new? So it's a lot of pressure <laughs> to stay new. But uh, 40 years next year, you know, so we're that's planning right. some big things for that and, you know, uh, some celebrations. We'll do some historical stuff. Right, we're maybe right. talking about doing a book with Stars and Stripes. And You did yeah. a great job. You did a great job there. I'm telling you, you're doing a great job Thank there. You. I enjoy it when you're there. When you came in, just your aura. I like that. And, and, and being able to go there makes me feel really happy, too. But, I mean, really, Thank you're a really good person. Thank you. I, can, I, can tell you. I can't say that for all the GMs no. you've had, okay. you know, at the Sano. I can't yeah. say it for all of them. Yeah, hospitality is, I, I enjoy it, you know, and it, it probably back to my upbringing. But uh, I definitely feel like this is where I belong. Um, Let's get back into that. So, so college, what did you study in college? Hotel restaurant management. Why? Because uh, outside of sports, probably my favorite things were 
going out to eat and staying in <laughs> hotels. Were you a big kid? It was the only thing. <laughs> I was probably a little chubby. I'm always okay. still, I'm still a little chubby. <laughs> um, that's because I just enjoy food so much. But um, you control it really well. Then. Yeah. No. I, I should, I, yes. I, I I do. I mean, I, I right. eat, it's a, it's 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 my career and it's a it's a hobby and it's an excitement. But but you don't do it to the point to where you know what I'm talking right, about. Right. A lot of you. So you obviously have a tremendous amount of control if yes. you love it. Especially working around it. That's you right. Know, all you the got time. chefs that work for you. But you were involved <laughs> in F and B first, right? F and B was my first. So yeah, I went to school for hotel restaurant management. Usually you choose the the room side hotels or food. I chose food. That was really where my passion was. So other than sports, I was really into food. My background, my family comes from. Italian and Greek uh, descent. So, so, so tell me, was it natural. like your grandmother taking you in there and showing you the pasta and the, yeah, I, and I have memories of that. Yeah, so my um, on your my, mother my, my maternal side. side is Greek. My paternal side is Italian. Okay, so very just hospitable people. But who did you have most time with? Um, your maternal side, probably the maternal side, the Greek okay, side, so yeah. only because of my uh, the the Italian side passed away when I was a little bit younger. But I That's have I have very very strong memories of the Italian side of food, of <laughs> eating incredible food, of talking uh, food, which is so important. And I do remember getting my hands dirty and making pizza and and stuff like that. In the Italian side I spent more time with the Greek side, and they were more about the food was was dominant, but it was more about the hospitality. Mm -hmm, hospitality mm -hmm, is a Greek mm -hmm. word, but. Um, there was always people coming in, yes, and there's always, and it was it was built around the travelers that were coming to Greece, and okay. it was always that you need to take care of people that are traveling and, and so, make them so feel, in Greek, make so in feel, Greek, that's what it means basically to make it. It's not a, a direct Greek word; it's, it comes from okay, it comes from the derivative. Okay. Yeah, so it's um, it, you know taking care of people. Right. So on the Greek side, my memory is is really always the house full. Always family, friends. Wait, that's your house. mother's side, of yep. course. No, wait. Was she like that? Has she had, li had a lot of people come over all the time. My mom, not as much as my grandparents. So I think the biggest memory okay, on okay. both sides is my grandparents. So, so how long my, were they in your life? My maternal grandparents actually came to America from Cyprus. Okay. And then my my. Did Italian, they speak any English? They spoke English, but uh, Greek was their Greek dominant. Greek, Greek was their dominant language. Right. My Italian side were born in the U.S. Uh, their their parents were born in Sicily. Okay. Um, so, it just it was a very hospitable. Again, food was always a part of the conversation. Com um, you know, family and friends. So, like I said, sports was really important to me as a kid. But mm -hmm. other than that, <laughs> schoolwork maybe not as much. But. Um, I loved going out to eat as a hobby, not just like devouring food, but studying mm -hmm. the restaurant and the service. And I just remember getting, like I said, going to Disney World at five was, you know, mind blown. You know, but come on, but see, I'm trying to get into your your, your grandparents yeah. and how that influenced you. Yeah, huge. So like. But do you had cousins? Of course, did you have cousins? Your so no, no, no first cousins. Uh, just second, third, fourth. We, we were not really? that close, honestly. Not a lot of um, you know. Uh, they, they were around for holidays and. So your parents? Neither one of your parents had a lot of siblings. No. So my mother's oh, so only child. Yeah, my dad's siblings. Yeah. And uh, you being the only boy for your grandparents on both sides. Yeah, right? yeah. A little spoiled. That's what I'm saying. So, they were, so you really were around them a lot. I was, and I, and like I said, I think the grandparents had, was, had the ah, biggest impact on me. Because you're their grandchild, and yeah. they wanted to make sure you knew. And yes, your and, and, and actually, you know, my grandfather on the Greek side, he was, uh, you know, big into sports. Uh, he was a diehard Philadelphia Phillies fan. So he worked for Boyd's in Philadelphia. Right. He made okay. suits. He made a suit for Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. And, uh, tailored suits for the Sixers and the Eagles and the Phillies. So. Maybe that's how I, I got to really like sports a lot, but food was always there, hospitality was there. 
And if we went out to eat, we don't eat a lot. And, right. um, it was always a You said you did go out a we lot? We did. And it was, <clears throat> I, I, I was always probably more excited than the average kid to go out to eat. And I still, I still am. Uh, probably, I'm, you know, uh, you know, that's it's just something that I enjoy. And uh, and then going to hotels. or So travel. tell me some of the favorite memories you have. I mean, like you went there. I know you, <clears throat> you pack it all together. Yes. Because you loved it, but there had to be times you'd sit at the table. Mm-hmm. And what were some of the things you really couldn't wait? I mean, you just yeah, and some you know, of the meals. And it's it's not really about specific food, honestly. It was. It's just the the experience. It's, it's not, you know, I, I have favorite foods and I, I have memories of, of a kid, but it was more of, I don't know, it's just exciting. It, 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 it was When the waiter came up to it you? It was the whole experience. The I, I, I loved it. And, and uh, that's what, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, and then traveling as well, going to hotels was just such a big deal. Wait, did, they, did they know you, did a lot of places you went to, did they know your name? We probably went to the same... 10 places. And they come and say, Paul, come on, sit over here. Come on, yeah, have a yeah. seat and stuff. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, we probably went to a lot of uh, Italian or Greek-owned places at the time. Jersey diners, you know, were, yeah, yeah. were you know, all ours. And uh, we always, even as a teenager, when high school and college, food was dominant. Going to the diners at midnight in Jersey was huge. You so, know? Wait, wait, so you had buddies that felt the same way, obviously. I think it was, well, it, 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 a lot of them have similar upbringings. Okay. And in food in, in Philadelphia and New Jersey area is very important, uh, in, in general anyway. So even more important maybe with my upbringing. And then I, and once I started thinking about what do I want to do for a career in high school, um, I had no idea. I thought I wanted to be an architect. I wanted to be just something, whatever, whatever the, the test told me I was going to do. They would get you out of Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was following Bruce, right? So, and then um, uh, it was, I realized that made me happy and you can do it. You can get paid to do that for a career and why not? So um, I went to Widener, which was a hotel restaurant management. It was, it was a, a standard school, but they, mm-hmm. they were known for their hotel restaurant management program. Right, right. And, um, yeah, four years there and really, you know, can you imagine sitting in a classroom for four years studying the business of food and, and hotels you never and got marketing? Mm. You didn't, you excelled in those classes? I did. You? I did better in college than I did in high school academically. Because you uh, were doing what you wanted to do. I, yes. There was these, it was the classes that were outside of the major that I did, <clears throat> I did bad on. Um, I didn't know why I had to take it, so I, 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 I have a selective memory. Right, right. So again, these are the things, like, so, like I said, sports and food and that, I, I, I can, that I'm interested in, I, I hone in on. And when I'm not interested in something in those classes, I kind of block it out. Block and it I have out. a hard time... I, 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 Getting I, back in on Yeah, that. I had to like fight to, to pass those uh, non... Uh, hospitality ones, and I played tennis too in college too. So I was doing what I liked, made sure I passed the uh, the boring classes. That's interesting. Hospitality seemed natural, and um, you know it's till to this day, uh, I'm kind of a geek about uh, food and hospitality. You know, that's what I it's like a hobby. Okay, so let's get back to when you <laughs> your food. Do you yes. find that also a time when you get to talk? Well, that's another thing. And um, socialize? Yes, it's a social moment. And um, but for some families, it isn't. Mine, it was a mission. Yeah. So I never understood that. And and I, I you know, when I'd go out to eat at friends' houses, and there'd be like, you, no, it was no, a mission. No talking, and you're like, right. You got to get through you, with this you mission. Sustenance. Right. You eat to live. That's right. And I was that was like, it. I, no. Right. So, um, you know, to kind of come full circle to wrap up the food, I could talk food all day, uh, but. <laughs> To wrap up the food, we had a, we'll just say we had a very high-ranked uh, uh, dignitary come from Washington okay. um, recently. 
and uh, he was meeting with his Japanese counterpart, mm-hmm. and it was his first overseas visit um, in his position. He was promoted in his position; it was a big deal. And um, you know, even at that level, it's a big deal when you meet your counterpart from the country, and there's a lot at stake. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I, I, I usually welcome the, the the VIPs, the DVs that come to hotel, and try to act as hospitality I try not to act as the 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 officer right the commander right I try to just you know tone that down you know you're you please feel comfortable while you're here and we'll take care and we'll take care of it and we want your trip to be efficient and effective and um I remember saying to him that I I knew that his guest uh was into whiskey and uh that we had some special American whiskeys that I think could help um you know, start off the conversation and break it, and and, and I said to him, I, I made a comment about just how my my, my philosophy on food, and I said that, um, you know, through food and through good food and drink, and you know, then the, the conversations can just become natural, and uh, it doesn't matter what culture or background you're from, that you know, people that like food or drink, you know, then they they light up, and mm-hmm. then you can just have a human to human conversation, but with the basis of a good meal, That's right. and. Um, I observed his meal and you know, he started off and uh, he introduced this Tennessee whiskey and again very American. Was he was he into food too? He, I mean didn't, didn't, I, I, did I, he handle I, it well? Yes, he, I could tell he was. I mean maybe not a foodie but he okay. he he understood what I was saying and because everyone probably talks to him in military language right. of you need to say this and, da, 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 and, right. and I was putting it into human and I, I, I wasn't trying to teach him but I wanted to make it a successful event for him, mm-hmm. and um, and he, you know, so he opened up with the Tennessee whiskey, and his counterpart his eyes lit up. And lit up. That's and then they drank. Oh my gosh! And and then it just was loud for the next like twenty minutes. But they were being productive. Yeah, and then just an awesome meal, and the chef coming out. So, um, you know, that's what I see what food can do, right? So these are different countries, different military leaders, uh, politics, and um, I, I, so I think also when I'm nervous. I can if I, I can use food to to help, you know, soothe the nerves. Yeah, right. So I. I but wait, wait. So like when you're nervous. Yes. Yeah. If I'm nervous or having a bad day or or stuff like that, I, it's it's usually uh, my comfort zone is sitting at a table with food or drink. Yeah. So we should have had a meal here. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I think it was part of why um you know we the the, the funny here. thing is you know yeah. I know I've been hard to. Lock in. And, um, That's okay. And and, and uh, but I'm happy you're doing this. I don't care. <laughs> you're doing it. I don't care. Where it I do not care. I got you here. <laughs> but I, my, 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 and I told you my joke was is because whenever I see you, we're usually laughing about something. Yeah. And um, uh, I, I I was thinking of, and, and I've driven in cars with you. Yeah. So I, I just had this mem- I had this imagination of comedians in the cars getting coffee, and you were Jerry Seinfeld. And I had to be the other comedian, and I wasn't ready to do that. So, <laughs> so, and, and but you know what the thing is? The thing is, I probably wanted to do it because I'm more comfortable if we were at a coffee shop. A coffee shop. If there was right. food and drink in front of me. Yeah. When did you first get a hotel? Okay. Is this the first? So this is my first uh, hotel uh, general manager spot. So I, I was always in hospitality. Uh, at college, I did internships in the field. Uh, we had to do internships at co-op, but it was mostly in the food and beverage side. Uh, but uh, my advisor at Widener was a former sailor, and I never thought about the military. Um, and and he, uh, I remember being in his office. I can picture it clear as day. Looking at him in the window, I can picture the whole scene. 
And, uh, you know, we had to do two internships to graduate. So it was before my first internship, and he said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to travel. Yeah, that's all I really know. I, I want to travel. I want to get paid to travel. And then, okay, right. Okay. <laughs> and then, then he goes, did you ever think about the Navy? I'm like, you mean like join the Navy? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no. And then he goes, no, like work for the Navy. I'm like, a civilian? I could work for the Navy? And then I'm picturing galleys, you know. Right, right, you clean it, yeah. Yeah, so painting the walls. The cream chip beach. Right. <laughs> you know, and the submarine. And I'm like. Yeah, so that's not going to work. I'm like, hmm. Mm. And I said, you know, what about cruise ships? And he goes, you don't want to work on a cruise ship. He goes, you got, you know, a thousand people there that are getting, you know, having the time of their life. He goes, but the staff, it's not a fun thing for the management of the staff. It's not the same. He goes, it's hard work and it's not, it's kind of stressful. And he goes, think about the Navy he said you'd be surprised and uh, so he sent me some things as a civilian or he wanted you to enlist as a civilian so he gave me some things to research and then I was like all right um, and I read it and uh, understood that there's these opportunities and so um, made the connections and Navy Bureau of Navy personnel at the time it's called something else then called me up and then said are you interested in that and done um, and then I, you know, again, I was a freshman in college, and then I was all I cared about was travel at that point. So I was looking at their booklet, and I'm like, uh, I said, yes, uh, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, or Bermuda, and they're like, what? I said, I read your portfolio. That's where I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, she laughed, and then she said, well, we, you know, give us your resume, you know, da 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 da. We do we do summer internships for three months, and. You can get credit for your school and blah 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 blah. So they put it out to the world. Is anyone looking for an intern? It's to fun. do what? What uh, would you be doing? To be a uh, so on the bases, uh, there's military clubs. Okay. Officers clubs. Right. NCO clubs. clubs. Right. 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 So working in those in the in the in the food and beverage, not not rooms. Like okay. Food and beverage club management. Okay. Like the officers club. Right. Right. Tech. So uh, I said, okay, let's try that, and then I, I got a call said that the team in Bermuda uh, is closing down the base. Uh, the base in Bermuda, the naval base in Bermuda is, is, is being uh, closed. So they need help and they are seeking interns for this summer to help them do a lot of things and said, yep, sign me up. So I went to Bermuda for the summer as a, my freshman year summer. So what am I, 19? Uh, and then did three months there working at their all hands club with a club manager learning military club management. So before I went, they made a study protocol, ranks, Navy protocol, proper service, how to you know read the ribbons and mm-hmm. understand. And so they gave us the book sent to my college, right? Nothing's mm-hmm. on the internet, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. internet. And um, I had to read that and take a test and then continue that throughout the internship while this mentor who was a club manager would, would lead me in. Um, so I, we did that, and it was just amazing. I got to live in Bermuda for a few months and uh, help them really? with it. What, a half a year? How long? Three months. Three months. Summer. Yep. And then it um, was an amazing place. I, I've yet to go back, and I regret that I want to go back. Um, beautiful place, beautiful people. Um, but learned a lot about the Navy, learned a lot about club management, and loved it. So I just, uh, my memory then takes me to the next year. Okay. And I, I tell this people because uh, I've been now Japan's been a part of my life for a while, and you know, mm-hmm. and people ask me how did that happen, and the, right. the story for that is also a very clear memory is that um, 
I remember they called, I don't know if it was the time difference, and it was like Friday night at like 7 p.m. Were you? I was at college in the in the apartment with like 12 friends, Friday night, so you can But imagine. how long was this after Bermuda? This is um, probably November, December. Wait, but Bermuda... Bermuda ended in August. August, okay, so then that same year? That same year, on a Friday night at like 7 p.m., I get a phone call, there's like 12 people in my apartment Friday night, so we're ready to start the weekend. Now, are you a junior, senior? Sophomore. Sophomore, okay. Right, so I just remember we had beers, and um, by that time, quite a few beers, and the phone rang, and I answered, it was really loud in the apartment, and I remember telling everyone to shut up, you know, and uh, this was the Navy, (laughs) and I think I was, because I was feeling good, I just, I just was like, I want to go to your biggest club in the world. You said that. I said that. I was just, I had no, I, yeah, no inhibitions whatsoever. <laughs> and you were drunk. <laughs> this is a reality. Okay, all right. This got is you. a reality. I got you. I want to go to your biggest club in the world. You still, it was on your and mind. What am I going to lose? You know, right. I, I, didn't, right. I didn't think I was going to do a career with the name. Right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I got a call back. Uh, the Club Alliance in Yokosuka, Japan, is our largest enlisted club in the world. It does six million, five and a half million dollars a year in revenue, and does, it has five bars, three restaurants. I'm like, send me there. Wait, 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 hold on. They called you. Yeah. You're inebriated. Yes. Got your buddies around. You tell them to shut up. <laughs> and you just fire off. I want to go to the biggest club you have in the world. Yeah. And then, they, then you hung up or what? I still remember it. So clearly. did you hang up? Did you hang up? Uh, they, I, I think they probably laughed, and then said, "No, they said that you did a good job in Bermuda." I remember they said that they liked you. Oh, they were calling you up to tell you that. Yeah, and then, and then, then would you be interested to do another one? Right, and that's oh, and that's what that's what led, you, you said. Take me to be okay, and then Sorry, you said that. Skip did that they part. did they hang up? Or they did, hung up, and then uh, probably they laughed, hung up. Yes, uh, and then probably a couple weeks later, whatever, um, I got an offer to go to Yokosuka. Their largest, the largest club in the world. In the world. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you, you had to say. Did you remember that you'd said that? I did. I did. And I just at that point I was like, Do I really want to go? Because you thought I, they might really is, send is you. Is that what I want? You know. <laughs> where's it gonna be? Where, and it depends on where it's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. What is Alaska or something? Will, yeah. Maybe, yeah. At this point, what you know? So I was like Japan. You know. So. Um, and you'd never thought about Japan. Never thought about Japan. Um, and then um, thought about it and said, "Yeah, send me." Well, so, how much how much time did you think about it? Um, I think I said, "Give me a week." Now, outside of Bermuda, you'd never been outside the United States. Correct. And Bermuda is a two-hour flight. From it's still it's, it's like outside. It's, 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 like, it's, 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 it's our like territory. It's our territory. It, yeah, that's no, British. It was like going to it's Florida. British. Okay. Yeah, it's like going to Florida. Yeah, I, people don't realize how close it is to the East Coast. Right, right. You know. Well, see, I was stationed in Puerto Rico. Okay, so similar. Right. Yeah, <laughs> similar. Yeah, I, 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 wanted to go there. I thought yeah. Puerto Rico would have been cool. Um, so yeah, so, they, 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 they said you're, you know, Yokosuka. The once you have a general manager there, and uh, you're going to be a food and beverage intern. Um, but meaning, have, you're going to do what? Were you going to um, cook or anything? Or you gonna yeah, do? you're going to cook. You're going to manage. manage. You're going to do management, uh, business uh, analysis. Uh, but they have an officers club there, an all hands club, a chiefs club. You're going to spend a couple weeks at each club. Doing what? You're going to cook at each club to be or? a club manager. Okay. So their goal was to get people from college that were educated and, and trained in to in hospitality management to become their club managers. Okay. That was the plan. Um, so yep, sent me to Yokosuka. But wait, wait, wait! You still in college though? You hadn't summer. graduated yet, had you? No, I was just a sophomore. I know. So what do you yeah. wait, wait, wait? Just for the summer. Mm-hmm. 
for three months. Yep. And you went to Yokosuka. Yeah. Yep. Had the time. You, well, tell me what happened. I want to put words in your mouth. Um, what happened? Yeah, they put me in the in the like officers' barracks. I got like a little room and for the summer. And um, you're all of what twenty? What? I was probably twenty. Just twenty. Yeah. Twenty, and then um, uh, got to see the Club Alliance, which is still there, right at the gate at Yokosuka, the big one at the yeah. gate. You know, it was a bigger deal then. Right. Of um, course. Then and it was uh, you know got to meet the management team, and you're going to be the intern. Um, so they gave me this plan of kitchen, bartender, cashier, um, you know, this type of management, that type of management at the officer's club, the chief's club, the enlisted club, and you're just going to, you're going to learn. And uh, I did that for the summer, um, but at the same time thought, just mind blown of Japan, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, 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 what did it? Tell me what so did it. So maybe, you know, again, maybe the complete opposite of New Jersey. You know, <laughs> <laughs> flipped on my you know, jersey, flipped on its head, and uh, I, I thought that was intriguing. You know that it was something completely different what, from my what, comfort zone. But what were your what were your impressions of it? Because the way you perceive it and someone else right. could be completely so different. So first off, it was that that this is different. So I'm excited that I can learn something different and, and, and appreciate and understand something different. And then um, it was, you know, the what, what got me hooked uh, probably was their appreciation of food as well. That's what got me hooked. So then I was having, you know, I was just realizing even at a young age that they had an incredible appreciation for quality food. Italian, doesn't matter if it's French, it it Japanese, Chinese. And I was like, wow. And they take food really seriously like I do, right? So, I, and they get excited about food. Right, they love the I mean, preparation, everything, everything. everything. So I'm like, that's what got me. That's what got me. And then um, it was probably uh, at that point, honestly, uh, female. So uh, my current wife, I met at that intern. No, first no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So you known her that long? Yeah, we met. We met at that internship at 20, and uh, I was 20, and then. Um, Met her through a, uh, a friend of a friend of a friend. It was not on the base. Okay. It was uh, at a friend's house. It was like a it was having a Fourth of July type barbecue. Girlfriends, friends, mm-hmm. friend, and stuff like that. And uh, she came to visit her her girlfriend, and um, I was there. And uh, yeah, that's my wife, Norika, today. And we met, and uh, so then between Japan blowing my mind, food. And then, and then female, female. You put that together. What you got to? I'm like oh, so. paradise. And then the job was cool. But you were three months there, so it you was guys only had three to... months. The job was cool. We were rocking and rolling. I'd work till three in the morning. Love Big it. bar operations, nightclub, bands, disco. You know, just what year is this? There was lines to get into the I club. Know, I remember. I remember yeah. every weekend. I know lines right, to know. the station. I know. Yeah, that's an oh, threat. And I would I would work the door sometimes. <laughs> they give year? me the headset. What year? One in, one out. Uh, that was 95? 95, yeah. Yeah, 96. It was was still, it was kind of the end of the heyday, right? Yeah, that's when Prince was the end. 1999 was the end of it, yeah. Right. When he did that, that's almost made the end of it. Right, and then with uh, the terrorism and everything changed because the access and everything. Once once 9-11 hit, that was done. It was done. It was yeah. it was Peter not anyway. It was, but yeah. nine two thousand one made it in those end. Yeah, it was it was it was a different time and that's right. So the the, the job that's was wow. great. Uh, okay, but still well, t- take me to the three months there. You meet Noriko. Mm-hmm. You find out Japan is a food lover's dream come true. Yeah, 
It still is. You go back to college. I do. Then what happens? And we only have to do two internships and one co-op to graduate. Um, But Yokosuka called back that year and said, you want to come back this summer again uh, to do another internship with us? And um, because we'd be interested for you to come back after you graduate. I'm like, well, I don't really have to. I completed my two. Do I really want to? What, what, What made me come back? There you go. <laughs> so it was pretty much the only reason I came back. And then um, I said, something's there. Because you, you didn't have anything else planned. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't. I thought I was just going to stay in Philly or Jersey. But to do what? Um, yeah, I, was, I would get a job, but I didn't have to do a formal requirement. Um, right, right, right. You know, so I would do something maybe... You know, get, go down to the beach house with my friends, right? And, right. You know, and you work th- at the bar. I bet you thought about that for a while, and then you said, "Yeah, okay." Mm-hmm. Or should I be with Noriko? Yes. <laughs> and then, and I could see, you know, well, this could be something. I never thought the Navy would be a career choice. I thought I would do it and then go to the private sector, and that was my dream. And then, but it's like maybe there's something there because that was pretty fun. The job was fun too, and um, I saw an opportunity, and I saw that they were really interested in me, that I could probably rise. You know, uh, pretty quickly in that in that field and in, in in those locations. So mm-hmm. that intrigued me. So I came back. We um, you know built our relationship. Um, I solidified the, that my career that that's something that I'd be interested in. How far, how long after you went back did you come back? So then I graduated. Uh, how long was that? And I graduated you. The, the next year. You guys had a long distance relationship. Long distance relationship. You never came back without, during that time? Without email, right? Right, no email or anything, just phone calls and that was... Expensive phone expensive calls. Expensive phone calls, letters, right. Right. And letters. You had right. to wait for two weeks at a time, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, still, we still talk about that. And then um, graduated university. And she, you guys didn't see each other during that time at all? Oh, she came and visited me once. She came and visited me uh, in the States uh, when I was a senior. And you knew that's that okay. That was her it? first time in the U.S. Yep. Okay. We went to New York and Disney World. <laughs> Is that right? And, uh, yeah. And, then, and your uh, parents, how were your parents about it? Um, they were concerned that I was going to go to Japan and never come back. They were right. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> they have instincts, parents, right? They know. They know. Yeah. yeah. So, but she met your parents when she came that she time, too? She did. Yeah. Um, and again, very different. We mm-hmm. talked about the kind of the European, the... Mm-hmm packed houses and I remember her first impression I think she came it was around Christmas time and I think there was like 15 or 16 people in our house and Jersey, Jersey people why? Why? I why? think holidays but uh, friends or family friend, my sister's friends my friends my parents friends okay and I just remember my wife's first impression was like it's so loud in here <laughs> <laughs> and she had to go upstairs and lay down because there's too she much had a headache much, yeah. it was it was the, the, the stimulation not, right right too much in your house right, right in your house in your house <laughs> she hadn't even gotten out yet and i think i fed her a philly cheesesteak for the first time for dinner right. so she was not feeling well. done yeah she was I like that so. was the most fat grease i've ever <laughs> consumed in one sit in one seating i took her to pat steaks the king of steaks in south philly <laughs> And it, 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 about that, kill, it about killed her. Her, her, her stomach did a flip-flop on that one. So that night she probably thought about, do I really, is, is do this, I, do do I this? see something here? <laughs> is there a future here? You know, but um, no, it was just, it was, it was funny. We, we, we can laugh about it. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, but your family was pretty receptive to yeah, her I mean, I think, you know, you know. Well, you, I'm sure you pretty much demanded they be. It was, visited. yeah. I mean, it wasn't really a choice. I mean, at that point, you know, my age. When you're that age, you don't really. What age? What age? Listen. You were still twenty something. You don't listen. Right. You know, yeah. you're, you're kind of. Oh, doing, oh, I see. I see. No matter what they say, you're doing your own thing. Right. 
But they didn't disband you or anything no, like that. No. Say if you marry her, no, they didn't no, do that no, to no, you. No, 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 right. I, I don't think it was. A, but they did. Want I you don't to think have, it was a big bear hug. But I know, and I know. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm, I'm sure they kept on showing you these Philly girls that, that I'm sure. Come on, come on, <laughs> Paul, come girl. on, Paul. Look at the Philly girl over here. Come on, come on. <laughs> and you're going with the big hair. Nope. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. No. No. Okay. At that point, I was, I was, I was done. Yeah. So. Um, graduated and then you coast call for me a full-time job and my first full-time job out of college was a full-time management job in Yokosuka. So you finished four years of college yeah yep. and you went to Yokosuka yep. and never came back. Well I did I, I, I actually ended up moving around the system. But how long was it before you married Noriko? Uh, when you came la, 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 la. Three years later. Three years later? Yeah. And it wasn't I'm not gonna you don't have to get into the details but it wasn't smooth sailing. Anybody being together, right. I'm sure you had some breaks. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, them. absolutely. I mean, that's I mean east is east, west is west. Right, right, exactly. And, and that's what it's, that was the main thing. That's so right. Trying I, to say it should be this. I, and and again, I was very Jersey, and I I use a lot of sarcasm, and I and she wasn't having it. Japanese don't uh, use sarcasm. No, it's kind of like the opposite of what, right. how you would talk to somebody. Yeah, how dare you? I yeah. was I was Seinfeld, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Seinfeld. So I, I actually lost most of that, honestly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there was definitely challenges, and we all, you know, we had to, you know, really think about it. And um, but then uh, I know for me, I, I had the realization that that's, uh, it was it was hundred percent. I mean, there was no doubt. Yeah. So uh, um, yeah. So we got married a few years after that. Um, well, how were you with her parents? They were, you know, same thing. I think it was okay. it was a They're big, kind of reserved, little yeah. reserved, no little, bear hugs there. So either. then, same thing, losing her to the U.S. That's right. what they assumed, right? right? Of course. And then, um, did know, she have siblings? Uh, older brother. How many uh, years different? Uh, three years. Almost like you and your Almost sister. Almost the same. An older brother, and uh, she had the same kind of relationship, kind of. She's not close, but close. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yes. Yes. Not on. They're not apart. You guys aren't apart. You don't dislike each other. You're just right. not close with each other. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah. And so we. Um, uh, the the funny thing to, the, to that story was um, when I proposed to her, uh, and then we started planning the wedding. Uh, we we planned a weekend at a hotel in Tokyo called the Nusano, and uh, I, I was Yokosuka. I, no, you didn't know about it. I knew about it, but I didn't really know about You'd it. You'd never been there. No, so I um, <laughs> we went and stayed the weekend at the Nusano to meet with the social director to plan a wedding. And I was in the um, bar with my wife having drinks. It was designed different than it is now. We were in the, the bottom old part where like the movies were. Because where the bar is now used to be the casino. And yeah, we were like in the, the you know where like it was the smoking in. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. We were sitting in there, and the general manager and his wife were having drinks, and called us over to the table, said, "We understand you're planning a wedding." What's his here. name? Wait, Charlie Cavill. Charlie, Charlie Cavill. Yeah, he's one. Yeah, yeah, and uh, said, "Please sit down." Said uh, we understand you're planning your wedding here, and um, I remember he said he goes. I heard a lot of good things about you and what you've done in Yokosuka. You know, you're opened up this brewery and this restaurant, and you're kind of making a name for yourself. How old are you? And like you know, twenty whatever I was, twenty four. And uh, he goes, why don't you come work for me? I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I, and, and he's then, that kind of guy. Yeah, he goes, yeah, come work for us. He goes, oh, it's much better than what you're doing down there. And I, I and I'm just we're just having drinks. So I was like, what? And then uh, I came back the next time to do my our second meeting with the social director. 
and he knew I was coming back to plan the wedding, and he brought me in his office, shut the door, put a piece of paper in front of me with an offer. And I was like, I, I didn't know he was serious. He was very serious. He was very serious. That's charming. Right. And, uh, yeah. And um, He gave you an offer you couldn't refuse. <laughs> and it was, I just remember, again, all right, so. He knew exactly what you were being paid there. He had all the stuff. Yeah. He knew everything. But so and getting I, married there and, and, you know, at that time for me, Tokyo was more exciting than Yokosuka, right? <laughs> everything. And my wife's from Tokyo, right. you know, and uh, so. Uh, yeah, accepted the job, uh, you know, as an assistant food and beverage manager. Um, and then, uh, you know, that was what brought me to the Sano for the first time. So Your wife was, I'm sure she was tickled pink. Yeah, I was excited. So we she moved couldn't... to Tokyo. We lived here in Nakameguro. And I was, you know, I got to be a young food and beverage manager there and learn the hotel and you side. And that's what you were telling me when you came to my apartment. You said mm-hmm. you guys just did not yeah, live yeah, far yeah. from there. That's yeah, right. Not far from Ebisu and just fell in love with Tokyo and again the food and <laughs> again uh, all that stuff and uh, did that for um, a few years and then the offers kept coming and from other places other places yeah so I, I've been I, I ran around the world a little bit wait so where'd you go so so okay so after how long did you stay here um, so it was Yokosuka then the Sano and then um, I was I think I was golfing at, at Sugi uh, and the director there put an offer in front of me. It was he wanted to consolidate his clubs and wanted someone to run it. And um, it was a please. It was a better offer. Better offer, okay. And you took it. I took it. All right. Uh, didn't want to leave Tokyo, but it was uh, at that time I was very conscientious and wanted to grow in the system. Okay, okay. So did that for a few years. Uh, then um, I did Sugi around their system. Then there was some wrongdoing uh, at the club systems in Korea. Uh, thefts and bad management. The, the, the management was, you know, like when you say thefts, you mean like embezzlement? Yeah, like employee theft. Employee theft. Okay. And, and yeah, then there was yeah. some problems with management. So the admiral there uh, went. He knew the club systems in Japan were big and asked the admiral here, Nikoska, to send a couple of managers for three weeks at a time to do an analysis, let him know kind of which way forward it should be. So while I was at Tsugi, they flew me to Seoul for three weeks. I did a um, assessment. Presented to the admiral, and then they didn't want to even open the position. How did you do the assessment? You did the assessment. They flew me to Seoul to to, to do an assessment of their club system, their qual- quality life program, and kind of what was wrong and how to clean up the the, the program, make sure there's no wrongdoing going on. Wait, wait, wait. So how how would you go about doing that? Do you had a team with you? You were a team, or was it just you? Just me with the support of the command. So you had went to each division and said, provide me with this. Yeah, and I wasn't this. like an investigator. Like the, the wrongdoing stuff was being investigated by legal people. I understand that. I was to take, how can I clean up the program and take the program to the right level? But these people knew they were being investigated. How would, why, they, you must have received a lot of resistance. Yeah, it was a little hard. I would, you see yeah, what I'm saying? I'm, hard. I'm yeah. having been over it. Because I think some of the staff were at, were involved. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Turned out they, 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 they If they're being investigated, they're still doing what they're doing. They were. There was. Yeah. So, so I, I got to you know with the admiral and the captain there and present my. Seeing you had several dead ends, and they yeah. said, "Okay, those are the guys." And this is what we should. Do. <laughs> and, 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 and this is what we should do to improve the quality of life program, the food, the <laughs> services, and stuff like that. And then they um, basically opened up the position as like a. a Country Navy's not too big in Korea mm-hmm. because the Army and the Air Force so a kind of quality of life uh, person out of their club in Seoul to run uh, 
quality of life for Korea I'm MWR director and uh, they offered me the job um, <clears throat> so that was a big step leaving Japan going your wife wanted to do it so, medical so, yeah I mean she was like okay you know she 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 kind of knew that I wanted to probably travel around right, right, okay and she said this was the first step it wasn't a huge first step it's a few hours away so we did Korea for a few years um, got that program kind of cleaned up and uh, then um, you were over the whole facility? Yeah, the facility, but then also the quality life program for the country, for the Navy in Korea. Oh, you were over all of that? Yeah, okay. I became quality life director for the whole program. Okay. So we have base in Shinhae and Seoul. And then from that point, headquarters um, uh, offered me a position to come to D.C. Uh, to run the food and beverage program for the entire Navy. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, just for the business side, not the official side, not the galley stuff, but all the clubs. I don't understand. I don't understand. What do you mean? So every base in the world has okay. these clubs. Okay. Has fast food, foods in in the restaurants, foods in the food courts, foods at the you know the theaters, okay. right. and they have a food and beverage program as part of the overall program that has headquarters folks, and um, they have one that does the business food and one that does the galley food. The, no, the business food is the restaurants and mm -hmm. stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like the chilies or the yeah, it could be chilies contract. Doesn't or, matter but, what it is. Yeah, but that's business. That's right. And and people that's can, Navy MWR business. But then when you're talking about feeding the um, military, yes, that's like the, different. The, the official feeding. Is that's different. what I'm talking about. The official three, three hots. The three hots. That's meals, right, right. That's galley feeding. So that's galley feeding. Okay, that's right. right. That is not that's that not public at all. Cuba Gold was right next to mine. Yeah, we worked for a commander. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, so I ran that, and um, him and so there was a female commander was our boss, and there was me and a guy that he ran the galley, I ran the business, okay. And then um, it was great. Uh, we got moved to D.C. So see the get inside the belly of the beast, right? What was that like? I liked it. Um, was it like the movies? Yeah, no. I mean, because like, my position was not. Did you spend a lot of time back in Jersey while you were It was easy, three and a half hour drive. Like, boom, right up easy, the park like yeah. So we got to do that. So I, I knew going back would be good. Um, For your kids? Or? Two kids, they can learn about America, see my How family. How were they when you went back, your daughters? Six, seven. They were still young. Yeah, and two really young. Were you, were you raising them to speak Japanese and English? Um, that was the plan, but <laughs> we started moving around so much that English, <laughs> English became, became the language. The default. Right. Yeah. So DC uh, was good for a few years, and with the job, I got to travel. So I got to go and do assess assessments uh, as my job. So I got to go to Bahrain and. Uh, Wait, but not with your family. Your family by stayed. Myself. Your family stayed in yeah, DC. I would go for like a week at a time to these places. My, my, my full time job was in DC, okay. and then probably six, seven times a year would go to a, okay. do an assessment. So Middle East, uh, Europe, uh, Greece, Spain, Italy. Did you did you have a lot of situations like? I mean, how many situations did you run into that were like Korea? Bahrain was one of them. The, 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 the food and beverage manager there. It was you knew right away. Shady. He came something in. Something was going and he on. Came in. He was, he came, he said, welcome here, Paul. Something shady. Yeah, yeah. And um, okay. that was an interesting trip. That was good. Bahrain, okay. Bahrain in August at 120 degrees. You said, I'm not going to get a lot done here. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot done yeah. here. Yeah, but you know, of course, San Diego, Norfolk, all these places. But um, the place that stuck out for me the most was Europe. So. I could. I, first time I visited Europe was with that job, just for a week or two. Where? Where? Um, I visited um, Naples, was our Navy headquarters. Uh, Sigonella, Sicily, uh, and my family comes from Sicily, so I got to go. Did you, did you see any? I did. I took a bus to the town where my uh, ancestors came from. But did you get to see any any relatives? I did not. 
No. Oh. So that those those were it was just a. I don't think any of them are there. Most oh, okay. went to America. Okay. Um, and then uh, Crete, and uh, so I got to feel Greece. Mm -hmm. And I got to go to these bases, and and then. Did you get any uzo while you were in Greece? Oh yeah. Uh, Came out in Europe, like in Italy, Greece, like oh my god! But I felt like when I was in Sicily and Greece, you can feel your heritage. Oh, like so, I, nice. I did I did the Japan thing, right, Korea. Right. That's good. But this one felt like like, oh. like I felt like ET going back to really? his planet. Yeah, they like feel good. walking around Italy. And the Greece. people look like you. Everything, right, you know, right. that's all of it. Well, said, when I was in Italy, looking at me, said, that's a, is that me? Are you me? Right? Yeah. I'm walking around Italy, and my name's Savarese, <laughs> and they're. Oh, <gasps> they love you. Oh, they love you. Come on, you know. So come you Italian. Yes. You stay here, right? You know. So you give me goosebumps. Yeah, I'm not even gonna tell you. It was. It was I, I said. I was like. I remember telling my wife. I said, "This is like. I think I belong here." So, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was great. No, wait, wait, she came over with you. She too? didn't. She didn't. She no. didn't. So uh, I. But out of all those places, and even though Greece and Italy uh, were were home, the place that made the biggest impact on me was Rota, Spain. Rota, Spain just was my favorite. What? Uh, gosh, the feeling, the people, the uh, love life. I mean, how they spend their free time. How? Oh. Uh, just priorities. For <laughs> work, I mean, and it's not in a bad way, but family and is, is number one, and food and enjoyment and socializing. These are the priorities of life. And you have to, this is what a successful life is. This is, successful life is not judged by business. Successful life yeah. is judged by the happiness you have in, in enjoying it all this time all those hours outside of work and, and your free time and how you use that and they I you can feel it it just permeates everywhere so I was and and, and the people were so kind and, and and friendly and fun and and the base was cool I remember I, I liked it the setup and it was a Spanish what was cool about it was a Spanish base mm -hmm. and the US we were just tenants there the Spanish flag flew not the American flag we, we were there because we wanted to be there we needed to be there but it's a Spanish base which was cool too, kind of interesting. That's something interesting, different. Right, yeah. yeah. So, um, long story short, that's what, what my new goal was to get to Rota, Spain, and I and, and we got there. So made it back to Spain, which was awesome. Um, and then full time there as the fleet readiness director, quality life director for Spain, but also the elements in uh, Valencia, Madrid, and Lisbon, Portugal. We have small little elements there. So I was kind of the country and regional person there. And you got to go to each one of those places? Got to go to Valencia three or four times, Madrid three or four times, Lisbon three or four times, yeah. So we were there for about four years um, and learned how to live life and how to enjoy life and still to this day the people there, uh, yeah, love You just them. have a whole different perspective uh, now. It just, again, flipped me Would on you? my head again. Because, and, and, you know, so different than Jersey, so different than Japan. This is the, uh, the third realm of consciousness that right, 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 right. You finally get Spanish. to the, got to the apex, right? Oh my gosh! And 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 I realized I was too ambitious, and I was like too my my, to force my, my forcing everything, and my idea of success was you know with work base, and then how do you enjoy? It? And they taught me how to enjoy life, and but at the same time, what was the same underlying theme? Food was important to them too, right? And everything was around food. Whenever the family got together, whenever they got together to socialize. It was around food mm. and drink, wine and family. Yeah, so that was awesome. I'm so my blood pressure probably went down about 10 points each. Um, and still was, still was able to enjoy good food. Good food and, and again, social around food. Uh, and then um, from there, uh, we said that uh, we didn't want to come back to Japan just to come back to Japan. Uh, if we came back to Japan, 
Um, better be with Sano. It had to be with Dasano. That was our. Oh, it had that to was, be with Dasano. That was my goal because. Um, wait, wait. So you're the one that pushed it. Wait, wait, hold on. I thought you were asked to come to. Yeah, I was, but I I, I wasn't going to come back to Japan just to come back to Japan. So if other opportunities happen, we weren't going to take it. Okay. So um, Sano became something special. So again, what happened? And we did get married there. So I was planning the wedding, you mm -hmm. know, with, but I, we did have our wedding there. So pictures on our walls are the Sano. And uh, when my youngest Tia was born, I have pictures of her, you know, in diapers running around the lobby. So it was the, that, that's the only place out of all those places we've been that, that were special to us. And Tokyo was home for my wife, right? So, um, yes. So after Spain, the position opened. In are we coming up to now? Mm-hmm. They kind of fast forward a little bit, but how did you? What? Yeah, and then the position. I thought that you, you, they asked you to come here, and you, but you were planning. I had, I had, a, I, well, I, I had yeah. it planning in my back of right, my okay, brain right, or, or over, you know, lunch with my wife, but um, the position became open. You know, the general manager was leaving, and um, yeah, and then I, I had to apply. Yeah, and then I got the job as general manager. Came back five years ago, July. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's you've been there for five years. Five now. years, yeah. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. No, it? well, it really does. With the pandemic, a year and a half, and the first few years, you're just kind of getting the year, you know, behind things. So, yeah, five years. Five years of July. How long can you be at the summer? Still a government position, so it's not like business. It's not forever, uh, and that's another reason why I move around a lot. Because, especially with overseas, they don't like people staying too long. What's too long? Um, you know, usually once you hit five years, you're somebody's looking at you or your, your alarm is kind of going But Charlie, off. how long did Charlie stay? <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he was 16, 17 that's what years. I that's what I thought. Yeah, he was there a long yeah. time. He didn't want to leave. We're considered NAF, not GS. We're not, we're not paid with taxpayer dollars. So the... the Even Charlie, in his right, case. All these, okay. these positions, all right. these, most of these positions I had. Right. Uh, because we're in the businesses, we get paid with, you know, the revenues. So when it's not taxpayer dollars, there's less pressure on you to leave right yes you, as long as you you're create a profit right you mix you're performing you're happy your bosses are happy with you and you can extend so yeah um i, I really don't have i am not as ambitious as I, I was before as far as as far as what's next what's next what's next I, I i stopped all that so part of it was in spain learning to appreciate love and what you do and where you are and i'm just enjoying even though it's five years i'm not thinking of my next step I haven't been since I've but, been here. I understand, but if you did take it, would it be back to Rota? Um, probably not. Not even probably not. You I, go back to, you I, go to Jersey. I wouldn't mind retiring in Rota, but would you um, go to Jersey? I, 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 no, I don't think oh, so. So you still have some protectiveness in you. Yeah, that you yeah. Want no, to I, when I say ambition, right. I mean it was crazy before. Like, I understand. I understand. What's next? What's next? I got to be. Got to be more. Got to be more. Just acquire. And I um I didn't think I'd be in the government system this long. I figured I'd jump to private sector. That was my dream. I wanted to get into the private you, that's sector, what you thought. hotels or clubs. Do you still feel that way? It, it's, it's, just, it's just always been there. And then once you have kids and then the government system pr provided protection, you know, a lot of my friends were having a hard time after 9-11, mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. during COVID, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. people lose their jobs mm -hmm. in the hospitality world and we were protected, you know, well. So with kids, there's a safety net and then you're like, you start to see government retirement on the, uh, but, um, it's not uh, the door's not closed. I still see myself doing that if the offer and the time was right. Could go private sector because um, I got 
I might have my 20 years in with the <laughs> You got your right? That's true. You know, so I you got that. Still, you can still get that. So yes, as long you as the opportunity is right, right, I don't lose anything. Yeah. So I kind of thought, you're not just stuck just because you want to make that I got retirement. You. So I get you. Um, I like what I'm doing. I love the Sano. I feel passionately about the Sano. It's but if the Hilton Group comes along and says, hey. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, you know, you know Rapungi Hill. You go, yeah, so, I yes, Maybe this is, my job, this is my job interview. That's right. It could be. It could be. You never know. You never know. You never know. Isn't that something? So you yeah. still see that? Yeah, I, th I think I could. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of want to prove to myself, but also do something very different. Right. Um, and, I, you know, I'm very happy here in Japan. I still love Japan. Mm -hmm. um, my daughter's, my eldest is in college in D.C. now, so during that whole time. Right. Uh, she made it back to D.C. And she, she said there was an impact when we lived in D.C., of like the Lincoln Memorial, the Washington Monument, the White House that stuck with her. So now she's studying international affairs, international relations. So living in Japan, Korea, Spain, DC. Has really so now it. she's at George Washington International Affairs. Wow. She just found out today, she just called us this morning at 5 a.m. this morning. She just got an internship with the State Department. Um, so she's uh, excited. So she, What about she, your youngest? How much longer does she She's at ASAJ. Time? She's a freshman, American freshman, school. Okay, yeah. freshman. Yeah. yeah. So um, you you want to stay until she finishes, right? That, that would be ideal. Ideal, yeah. Right. High, Instead of moving, high school's yeah. hard to move. Tell me about it. Yeah. So so you want to keep her there till, if you can if it if works I, out well. If it works keep out. her there for another three years. Yes. Three years, and then sky's the limit. I think so. Yeah. You should go for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Maybe. nice. Nuriko, how she feel about it? Yeah, she, she, she's happy here. She works, um, you know. So right. she wanted to make sure she can. She wanted to still work. She wanted to, and she she did, some, She yeah. wasn't able to in Spain and Korea and DC, mm. you know. But coming back and the kids older, and um, she wanted to get back into the into the work career. And what, what does she do? do what she like to do? What she like to do? She's uh, she's um, another reason we get along so well. She also is really into food and culture and travel. Um, she works at Joelle Robichon in Evasu Garden Place. Yeah, yeah. At that restaurant. Yeah, yeah. She's in the um, kind of reservation section and. Ooh, so that's good to know. That. Some are English. <laughs> some are English. Yeah, I haven't. You can't. The reservation so yet. There, I've been there twice only yeah. because they they booked year two. How how far booked yeah, the, they booked very, it more than a year two years? It's it's very popular. But I know, very, but it's hard to get expensive. in. Yeah, I know it was hard to get in. Yeah, so that's I haven't eaten there. Yeah, but she's in the reservation section and. Uh, is able to use English, you know. Um, right, there's yeah. a lot of foreign travelers that come, okay. you know. Wow. So she likes it. She can walk there from the sauna, that's and right, she's happy. Right. So, yeah, for her working and my daughter being SIJ, so the family wise, we're we're good, yeah. um, you know, and daughter in, in DC. But I, I yeah, after that, I, I definitely it. something. I, there's some ambition. It might not be as conscientious, but there's ambition to do something bigger. That's you interesting. Know? So, wow. so uh, hopefully something like That's that. That's good. Okay, what do you see? I mean, how would you like to end the podcast? What would you like to say at the end? Because um, you've opened, I have to say this before we end this, that you've really opened my eyes in some areas. Like, for example, when you talked about you had a short attention span, which we both of, you, <laughs> both of us have, but you lose interest quick. Yes. Mine was, I, I interpreted it differently, but the truth is I do lose interest quick. Right. But once I get interested in something, it's laser focused. Yes. Yes. Not a whole bunch of that's, stuff, but I become laser focused. I think, yeah. So much that it's to the detriment of some things. You know, don't Absolutely. let me get like a dog with a bone. Yeah, I'm not going to let go. Yeah, I think we're similar in that way. <laughs> so, yeah, if I'm, if I'm into it and um, yeah, passionate about it, then yeah, laser focused and stuff like that. But if I'm not, it, it could be bad. That's right. For me and others. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's. 
No, I mean, I think, you know, for me, just the, the sum of it is, again, with food, travel, hospitality is really at the core, I think, of um, what makes me happy, who I am. Um, and you, 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 in, in the hospitality industry, there's, you, you, there's a lot of management, there's a lot of people in it that, you know, that it's not natural, you know, and, and you can't, I don't think you really can understand and be good at it unless it's in your core at hospitality that you really want to take care of people that you really have a passion for the service and a servant-like you know, leadership and food and, and hospitality and, and rooms and stuff like that. So uh, I think that background of my, my heritage and you know, how I, I, I knew that early is, uh, is, is, is what kind of kind of defines who I am. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, the travel, travel, I think it makes us evolve. You know, so I, I was able to, I think, evolve and learn and become more understanding of people and, and, and hospitality. I think it, 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 it's what I was able to pass down to my kids, too. I think I, they're very much, you know, children of the world and open minded. And, you know, they they because they've, they've seen all these different cultures and experience it. So they, they don't they see people for just who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Just mm-hmm. naturally. It's not it doesn't have to be taught. Mm-hmm. So that's really um, exciting. I think travel and the hospitality industry provided that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, that's probably what I'm most proud of is what I was able to pass to them. Yeah, and they're into food. <laughs> they want good food. <laughs> Paul, I want to thank you for taking this time. I really do. Thanks, Lance. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> so am I. I'm glad we got a chance. Coffee to next time. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I want to thank all of you for watching. Make sure you press like, subscribe. And never forget, it's all unknown. Continue to reach for the stars, and you're too blessed to be stressed. <laughs>